Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. My name is Kimo Jones. I'm the youth pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and yes. This is my beautiful wife. My name is Misa Jones. I'm the first impressions coordinator here at the greatest church in the land, Stockbridge Community Church. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yes, right. yes. And we have the privilege and the opportunity to bring the word for today. We're delivering the message, and I'm not quite sure if Pastor Jeff just you know, trust us that much, or if he was just that desperate to find somebody to fill in this opportunity of preaching on this Sunday. But we are so grateful to have the amazing pastors that we do. Can we give God some praise for our pastors? Yeah! We love you guys. Thank y'all so much. Yeah. So uh, if you guys will, just reach under your, uh, your chair and grab one of those blue Bibles if you're here in the auditorium with us. If you're online, if you have a Bible somewhere in your home, go ahead and grab that. And if you could, turn in your Bibles to Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. That should be found on page 519 in the auditorium as you get those Bibles out. Let me get myself together because my, these are my people. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. Give him some time. I want to pull out one of Pastor Jeff's lines. I love to hear those pages turning. <laughs> Devil gets nervous when he hears those pages turning, but he does. But he does. If you yes. got it, let me hear you say amen. amen. If, you're not, if you're at United Students, what we say is, if you got it, let me hear you say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, now. And it says here, verse 1, it says, Now when Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him. And he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this moment. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to be in your presence. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this service. We thank you for every single family that's represented here, Heavenly Father. Allow the word that's going forward to be prepared well, Lord God. God. Help us to open up our ears to hear, open up our eyes to see, and our hearts to receive, Lord God. We lift up our pastors, we lift up you, Heavenly Father, and we lift up this moment. Holy Spirit, fill this place. Move up and down every aisle in and out every row. Touch, set free, and deliver yes, right God. now. Yes, God. In the mighty in the name. name of Jesus. God, we're in great expectation for you to move and see miracles happen, Lord. We believe this and we receive this in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. And we all said, Amen. 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 You may Amen. Be seated. 
You may be seated. Let's get this thing started. Yes. You ready? Let's do it. Let's get into it. <laughs> so we're airing a sermon series entitled Attitude Check, where we're learning about the Beatitudes, which are eight blessings that were recounted by Jesus as he delivered the Sermon on the Mount. Now, last week, we learned about, you know, how to keep a pure heart. And we're going to learn about a new one starting right here, right now. But as we were preparing for this sermon, we realized that living in this time where social media influencers and talk show hosts, the world, do the best that they can to tell us believers who we are and what we should be doing, we have the word to tell us believers what we should be doing and who we are in this world. Do you believe that? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So, Kimo, I'm so excited because we're going to be learning about who we are in this world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that the scripture, it talks about, you know, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God. Yeah. Um, because it kind of reminds me of the fact that I'm a new parent, we're new parents, and um, we've got two kids, Mason and Mercy. So we've got a two-year-old and a two-month-old, so y'all pray for our sleep patterns. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Because it's all messed up. I ain't getting no REM sleep. It's all that surface-level stuff. Amen. But, you know, as a new parent, I'm realizing that my kids don't always do what I say. Any parents in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But they always do, usually, what I do. And so what I've come to realize, Misa, is that that actually goes back generations and generations because, you know, I'm the same way. Um, there are certain things that I have picked up from my mom and from my dad, and you know, so you as well. Mm-hmm. But my mom's here. Everybody say, hey, Mama Carol. Hey, Mama Carol. <laughs> There's my mother and my grandmother there. And what I realized... <laughs> and what I realized is that I have picked up a lot of things from my mom. So she's been teaching uh, middle school um, uh, language arts and social studies and all that stuff for about 20 to 30 years now. And so she's been teaching teenagers all yeah. this time. Yeah. And I don't think it's a mistake that now I teach teenagers as well, mm-hmm. but it's about Jesus, right? Or even with my dad. So um, y'all gonna love this. So my dad is a very interesting character. He's loud. He's obnoxious. He likes to have fun. He likes to dance. He likes to sing out loud. Who's that saying? Why y'all laughing? You know? So what I realized is that what I do, I get from my mom, but how I do it, I get from my dad. Yeah, and the yeah. same thing goes for me. Same thing goes for me. So um, with my traits, my mom is very creative. I get a lot of my creative energies from my mom. If, uh, if any of you were here last Christmas here at Stockbridge Community Church and you saw how beautifully it was decorated for Christmas, my mom is the mastermind behind that. Like yeah. she brings all of these big ideas to life. And I tend to get my, my creative juices from her yeah. side. Now on the other side, from my dad's side, we connect on a spiritual level with food. All right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One thing about Misa Jones is we, I love to eat, okay? I, I love to eat. My dad loves to eat. We just connect on that level. We, not only do we like to eat, but we like to cook too. We believe that for us in our household, if you ain't sneezing, your food ain't seasoned. Amen. Amen. That's what we believe. <laughs> we believe that. But we like the different flavors. We like to season different things. We like the herbs and the spices and trying new things. Yeah. We love restaurants. That's where I get my love for food is from my dad. Yeah. And just like how you can look at Misa's plate and recognize her dad, 
You know, there are certain things in our lives where people can look at us and tell that we are a child of God mm -hmm. as well. And yeah. so, you know, I just want us to kind of think about these things because people are going to recognize you by the things that you do. And one thing I love about United Students, y'all in the building? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, what United Students means, so what we love to do is that we love to tell ourselves who we are. We like to remind ourselves of who we are. So United Students, who are you? Who are you? That's yes. what we say. Y'all in here today, boy. Yeah. I like that. You know? yeah. So everyone all together, who are you? A child of God. Who are you? A child of God. You are a child of God. And yes. That's why I love, I think it's not a mistake that Pastor Jeff and the Holy Spirit had us preach on this particular message. Amen. Because Matthew 5 and 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And so today we're going to help to give you guys three actionable steps to help you guys make peace in your life. All right, let's get into it. So the first point in your program is pray instead of worrying. That's hard, boy. That's hard. It's tough. Number one is pray instead of worrying. I'm glad you said that, Kimo, that it is hard because it is. Mm -hmm. It is. I, as a believer, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that is super duper easy because it's difficult. There's moments where I have things already planned out in my mind, how it's supposed to happen, but sometimes things don't happen as you plan. Yeah. So sometimes the first thing that I do, my first response is to worry. I start thinking about all the possible things that could go wrong. I start thinking about all of the worst case scenarios. Like, come on, like we, we do this, right? You've done it too, right? Right? When as a believer and as a child of God, my first response should be to pray. You know? That should be what, what we should be doing. Now, I used to think about this and, and hear this, uh, this phrase all the time. Worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but you you don't go anywhere. Mm. Just rocking back and forth, meditating on all the wrong things over and over again. You're not going anywhere. It just gives you something to do. Yeah. But prayer is like a wheelchair. Mm. The more you use it, it's going to take you somewhere, man. Yeah. Amen. It's going to take you somewhere. I actually want to go to the Word really quickly here in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. In the New Living Translation, it says this. Don't worry about Come on now. Instead, pray about. Does it say something? Does it say a few things? No, it says pray about everything. everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has done, for yeah. all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Yeah. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, I told you at the beginning of the sermon that I love to cook. I love to eat and I love to cook, right? And I feel like this scripture right here gives us the recipe to peace. Mm. So right now, I want to I make sure that we're able to follow along here. So take your pen and circle our ingredients right here, okay? It's pray, tell, and thank. Ooh. Those are our ingredients. We're cooking today, ladies and gentlemen. I like gentlemen. that now. I like that now. All right. So the first thing it says to do is it says to pray. Yeah. One thing I love doing here as a staff member at Stockbridge Community Church is I love praying for each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. You know, every single service we tell you to fill out those connection cards and turn them in when you leave. And it's because we get those cards throughout the week and we all pray over those cards. Yeah. 
And it doesn't matter. We've seen all types of prayers on those connection cards. And you best believe we pray for every single one. We've seen prayers on cards that say something along the lines of, can you pray for my surgery that's coming up on the 19th? We pray for those. And we've seen prayers as sweet and sincere as some of the connection cards that our kids upstairs fill out that say, please pray that my fish don't get eaten by my cat. (laughs) But you best believe we're praying for that fish. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. We're praying for you, Nemo. (laughs) We're praying. We're praying. But that's what God wants for us to do. God wants for us to pray. And it's even interesting because as I was preparing for the sermon, um, God even spoke to me and said, you know what, Misa, there's so many of my children that want peace, Mm. but they don't talk to the person that can give it to them. Wow. You know, you know, we we, we want peace in life, but we don't go to the one that creates it. He wants for us to pray. So our first ingredient was to pray. Mm. The next ingredient is what? Tell. Tell, tell, tell God what you need. Tell him exactly what what you need. Y'all, I'd be lying to you if I told you that this week was a stress-less week for me. It was full of stress, y'all. And it started on Monday. It started on Monday. Let me go ahead and just kind of bring you up to speed. So for me, Mondays are very, very busy for me. I had a long laundry list of things that I had to get done here at the church, not to mention the sermon was like 20% done. And I had just a lot on my mind that day. Later on in that day, um, a stranger called the front office phone where I work, and I could already tell that the person I was talking to had a pretty bad day at that moment. But after a few moments of conversation, I found that us as a church, we weren't able to assist them moving forward, so I let them know that. And this person on the other end of the phone thought that it was going to be a good idea to cuss me out. Oh, oh, if you want some real fun, come work at a church, okay? Because this is what really happened in real life. So as I thanked the person for calling, I hung up the phone. I said, do good, do good, do good, do good, do good, do good, no matter how I feel, do good, Lord. I'm not going to lie to you. My worry started to skyrocket. Yeah. I started thinking to myself, did I say something wrong? Did I misrepresent the church? What could I have done differently? But at that moment, Kimo just so happened to be walking past my door, and I shared with him what took place, and he... I said, you better cuss him back. Call him back. Call him back. Man, put me on the phone. Don't be cussing my wife out. What's wrong with you? That's what he wanted to tell me to do. (laughs) But in that moment, he reminded me the importance of prayer. He said, why don't you pray about this? And I said, you know what, Kimo? You're right for once. (laughs) You're right. And and I would tell you sincerely from my heart, this was the honest to God prayer that I prayed. I said, dear God, if you can find me the peaciest piece of peace in heaven, please give it to me right now because I need it. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. And at that moment, after taking a few deep breaths, I started feeling a calmness upon my spirit. Mm. Later on that day, not only was I able to get all of my work done, but God gave me content for the sermon in (laughs) Jesus' name. God is good. God is good. But listen, he wants for us to pray, and he wants for us to tell him exactly what we think. But the thing is, is another another thing I want to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that uh, 
pastor says this, and I, I said I was never going to ever forget it. He said, a prayer-filled mind is a peace-filled heart. Mm. The moment we implement prayer in our daily routine, peace will follow. Yes. That's just how it works in God's economy. And you know what else we need to be doing, Kimo? Exactly. We need to be praying for our schools. Absolutely. Yeah. We need to be praying for our schools. Kimo and I work with students, and the more we talk with them, we find that they're stressed. Yep. They're worried about their grades. They are stressed about their future. Their safety. They have anxiety about their safety. They have anxiety about uh, uh, interacting with their peers. And y'all know that's not what God wants for them. <laughs> that's not what God wants for them. But listen, we are a praying church. That's right. All right? And I believe in the power of prayer. So I want to let you guys know that on July 29th at 9 a.m., we are pushing back the darkness. Amen. It's an initiative called Pray for Schools. Yep. And on that very day, every school in Henry County will be prayed for, not only by Stockbridge Community Church, but by 60 other churches Amen. in the community. Amen. We have exceeded our goal, praise God. But get this, there's only going to be more churches to sign up. So stand in agreement with us. But not only that, listen, we need for you to be there. Yes. We need for you to, 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 to sign up on your connection card. As a matter of fact, can I get a connection card? Can someone pass me a connection card really quickly? We need for you to sign up on your connection card. So what I want you to do is I want for you to open up your program, find a school that you're interested in praying, in, praying for, and I want for you to fill it out on this connection card so that we can get you involved. I don't know about you, but I believe that everything that takes place on July 29th at 9 a.m., this school year, this upcoming school year, is going to be the best school year that our teachers, our staff, and our students have ever experienced in our, their lives. Yes, yes, thank you. So God. make sure you fill this out on your connection card, you drop it off, and you do the same uh, uh, watching from home. Yep. Now, our last ingredient is this. It's to thank him for what he's already done. Yeah, yeah. Thank him for what he's already done. Thank him for what all he's done. Just know that it's hard to worry when you have a heart full of thanks. Yes, that's good. So in moments when you are worried, have a moment where you pray, you tell, and you thank God for what he's already done so that you can experience that peace. We're talking about peace, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Now also throughout the week, I have a next step for you guys, okay? It says this, I will pray for peace when I feel worried. Mm. I will pray for peace when I feel worried. It's going to be difficult, but yeah. I believe that you can do it. This is how we are peacemakers. This is what a peacemaker does because we are children of God. Who are you? Child of God. I said, who are you? You're a child of God. That's right. That's right. Now that we're, you know, we're praying, we're telling, and we're thanking, we have to make sure that we're also going to continue to fix our thoughts on Jesus. That's your second feeling is thoughts. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. We're going to read from Philippians 4, 8, and 9. And it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your what? On what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me. Yeah. Everything you've heard from me mm -hmm. and saw me doing, and then what's going to happen? Then the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. So that's what happens when you fix your thoughts on Jesus. But what happens when you don't fix your thoughts on Jesus? Worry. Come on, you guys got it. You know, um, I love this illustration about worry. Um, there was a boss that uh, yelled at 
the dad, right? The dad came home and yelled at the mom. The mom came home and yelled at the kid, and the kid came home and kicked the dog. You know? <laughs> Why? Because they, no one in this illustration, had their minds fixed on Jesus, had their mind fixed on what is true, yeah. what is honorable, what is right, what is pure and lovely. And so I want us to know today that by fixing your thoughts on God shows God that you trust him. Mm. Fixing your thoughts on God shows God that you trust him. Because and when you're choosing to trust God, you have peace. And yep. some of you guys here are struggling with, with different piece, uh, pieces of peace in your marriage, in your finances. But I, what I've come to learn, Misa, is that when I choose to trust God with my relationships, it gets, they get better. When I choose to trust God, even with my finances, with my tithes, sometimes I was like, Lord, I don't know if I got it. But I'm going to give my 10% anyway because I choose to trust you because yeah. I fix my eyes yeah. on you instead of my bank account. I know that you are worthy of praise and in you is the safest place to be because you are sovereign and you are good. Amen. Yes. Yes. But now that we have learned to pray instead of worrying, now that we are fixing our thoughts on Jesus, it's up to us to not just be peace keepers, but peacemakers. What is the difference, Pastor Kimo? Well, a peacekeeper is someone who ignores issues. A peacemaker is someone who resolves issues. And um, I have a family member uh, who I used to go to their house all the time as a kid and, you know, through elementary school. And I came, moved to Georgia. I didn't go quite as often. Um, but then I remember going back, like, in high school years, and, and my, I was with my dad, and my dad was working a 12-hour shift. So from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., right? It's a long shift. Um, and the reason why I knew it was a long shift is because when I got there, I realized this person I was staying with had roaches. And I mean roaches for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in the bathroom, all over in the shower and toilet, like, you know, in the bedroom. Um, I was not going to that kitchen, you know. Uh, and so I just remember being there and like being like, oh my gosh, 4.30 can't get here fast enough. I remember sleeping uh, in, in the living room on the couch with my hoodie on and tied up because I was like, God, please don't let no roaches go in my ear while I'm sleeping. <laughs> By the time 4.30 came up, I called my dad. I said, where are you? I'm walking down the dirt road trying to get to you. And he finally picked me up. And I tell you guys, for the last next three weeks, I had nightmares. Every black dot was a roach. I couldn't eat watermelon for a year. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. But what I realized is that instead of resolving the issue, that family member continued to sweep that, those things under the rug. Mm. She continued mm. to have these unresolved things in her lives. And I don't want you guys to have roaches in your heart. <laughs> I don't want you, the, the Bible says that your body is a temple of God. I don't want you to have roaches in your temple of God. As peacemakers, God gives us the boldness and the courage to resolve the issues. Yeah. So in your marriage, be a peacemaker. Yes. With your kids. Be a peacemaker. At your jobs, be a peacemaker. Yeah. That is what God is calling us to do. And I'll tell you one thing, Misa, when I learned to be a peacemaker instead of a peacekeeper, so, you know, when you're a peacekeeper and you're in a relationship, you find yourself, you know, just having these unresolved issues pile up like laundry in between you. Mm, yeah. 
But when you become, begin to become a peacemaker, the thing that's beginning to block you and push you far apart actually gets smaller and you grow closer together. So I want you guys, as peacemakers, learn to apologize. Mm. Learn to say, I'm sorry. In fact, I want you to practice being the first person to give a sincere and genuine apology, and I guarantee your relationships will get better. You are a peacemaker. Who are you? Yeah. I done mixed y'all up. My bad. (laughs) You are a peacemaker, and because, and you are a child of God. We're going to say child of God. Who are you? Child of God. Who are you? Child of God. That's right. You are a child of God. Roaches got to him real quick, y'all. Listen, ooh, somebody it itching right roaches. now. <laughs> it was those roaches. All right, so we made it to point number three in your program, and it reads this. Find total peace in Jesus. Oh, yeah. Find total peace in Jesus. Amen. Now, what I want for you to do is I want for total to be written in bold capital letters. I want you to underline it, circle it, put stars by it, hearts by it, whatever you need to do, because I want for that word total to jump off the page like we are watching a 3D movie. Yeah. Okay? Because total peace can only be given from God. Yeah. God gives us total peace. The world gives peace and pieces. Mmm. God gives total peace. The world gives peace in fragments. Mm. It's not going to be total peace if you're getting anything from this world. Now, we're in the summer, and I know a lot of people are traveling. Now, how many of you have been, are going to, wish you were at the beach? Mm -hmm. Yes. If you didn't raise your hand, y'all lying. He said, he said, I wish. <laughs> but we've all been to the beach of some sort, right? And if you need to close your eyes in this moment, dream with me, okay? We all have been to the beach where we feel that peace, you know? I, I, I know you guys feel the, 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 the wind in your hair. I know that you feel the sand in your toes, salt water in your nose. You feel the heat of the sun. You hear the rushing of the waves. You feel peace, right? I went somewhere. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Come back, chemo. Come back. But we, we know those moments of feeling peace in our lives when we're at a place that gives us peace. Yeah. We book these seven-day vacations. We book these three-day vacations or these little getaways, and we experience these moments of peace. But then the moment we go back home, we have calamity and chaos and wild things happening at home. It's because we associated our peace with a location, a destination. Or there's moments where, you know, I've said it before myself. I said, I love hanging with my friends. Mm. I love their personality. I'm able to confide in them. We have so much fun. We have great laughing moments together. I feel peace when I'm with my friends. But after that party... After brunch, yeah. after hanging out, and your friends leave, there goes your peace with it. Mm. Now, we're supposed to, on this earth, have peace and, and have these peaceful moments, but when we find our peace in these earthly things, it'll, leave, it'll never leave us full in peace. Yes. It'll never leave us full in peace. And it's why? And it's because here on this earth, everything fades. Yes. So if you find your peace in a location, if you find your peace in a person, if you find your peace in money, those things are temporary. You have to find something that lasts, yeah. which is God and God yeah. himself. That's right. That's right. We're talking about, yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, we're talking about that inward and outer peace. You know, the world talks about what we can get from 
the, the, the things of this world, but true and total peace only comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. And I, I, I'm not sure, like, you guys, like, I feel like sometimes people try to self-medicate in order to find peace. You That's know what true. I'm saying? Like, for me, uh, I love comfort food. Um, I'm an emotional eater. When I'm stressed out, I be trying to find some Twizzlers and, you know, and some, and some honey buns and all kinds of stuff, you know? But I feel like what I realize is that when I'm done eating, not only am I more stressed because I got love handles, you know what I'm saying? But the thing that I haven't dealt with is still there. Sometimes we find ourselves trying to get high and trying to get drunk to, to find that peace. But when the high comes down, the drunkenness goes away, you are still confronted with your issues. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys right now. And some of you guys, some like, like me, I find myself finding peace at work because I love my job. Yeah. But my issues are still going to be there waiting for me when I go home or wherever I'm going after work. And so some of us, you know, in the world says you can find your peace in your identity, in your sexual identity, in your sexual orientation, in any of these things that the world says is who you are. But you know who you are because who are you? Child of God. Who are you? You are a child of God. And maybe you're here today and you're saying, Pastor Kimo, Pastor Misa, I've never experienced the peace of God because I don't know him. Mm. So that's you today. And you're saying that you want to experience a total peace that surpasses all understanding. You want to not worry but pray. Fix your thoughts on Jesus and have the total peace. We want to say a prayer with you. We're going to say this prayer together out loud. Um, and it goes like this. God. God. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for my sins. Today, I repent from my ways, and I turn to your way. Holy Spirit, fill me so I can have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. So today, by faith and through grace, I am saved. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said, Amen. 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 Can we you give it up? Yes, give it up to everyone who has prayed that prayer for the very first time. Yes. Listen, listen. Yes, it's a big deal. This is a big deal. And you have made such a very important step in your faith journey. Now, if that was your very first time praying the prayer, I want for you to grab that connection card we've been talking about all service long. And I want for you to check that box on the back. The second box, it says, I am praying the prayer to become a Christ follower. We want to send you some very important information that's going to help you continue in your faith journey. Yeah, that's right. But me, so what I've come to realize, though, is that the difference between a peacemaker and a peacekeeper is what you fill yourself with. Yeah. When you're, when you're not resolving the issues, you think you're filling yourself up with water, but you're actually filling yourself up with gasoline. Mm. And when you are a peacekeeper, when you're a peacemaker... You are actually filling yourself up with water, the Holy Spirit of God. Yes. So when the fire comes, yes. that peacekeeper is going to blow up. Mm -hmm. And then here comes the peacemaker to put that fire out. Yeah. And so I definitely believe that there's some people here today that are saying, Pastor Kimo, I need peace in my marriage because things are on the rocks. And I'm praying for the Holy Spirit of God will come into my relationship yes. and come into my situation yes. and turn things around. And I believe there's someone here today that's having issues with their kids. And you're saying, God, if I can just help my baby yes. because I don't know what to do. They're in a totally different generation from where I am. And, but I know that your peace transcends every generation. Come on, come but on. I pray right now, 
Lord, yeah. that there is anyone that's here today that needs a peace of God that surpasses all understanding, that you will just rely on Him, on. that you will trust Him because He loves you. He says in the Word yes. that He puts you together in your mother's womb. He says, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to give you a hope, plans to give you a future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Plans to give you peace. Yes. And God wants for you to have peace yes. where you are. Yes. Hallelujah. Everyone stand up oh, to your feet with me, Hallelujah, please. God. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just thank you for today, God. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are the Prince of Peace. God, that you are Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. And whatever we have need of, God, you can provide that thing for us. Yes, everyone Lord. just pray out loud right now. Hallelujah. Father God, we just thank you right now. We just pray right now, Lord, that you just continue to bless us, God. Hallelujah, just continue Lord. to keep your peace on our hearts, God. When we don't know what to do, Lord, when we're worrying and when we're Hallelujah. stressing out, God, we know that we can turn to you because you love us, God. You are a God that just sits up high and Hallelujah. looks down low, God. No, Hallelujah. but you are active and working in our lives. So, Hallelujah. God, we just thank you right now, Lord, that as we go into this next season of worship, God, and we'll just thank you, Lord, for who you are yes, and what you've done, yes, because you are the Prince of Peace. God, you are Jehovah Jireh. God, you are the Alpha and the Omega. God, you are the beginning and the end. God, you are the author of our story, and you know how it is, God. And we just thank you right now, Lord, for everything you're doing in us and through us and around us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.